hour. Power hour. You better, you bet, on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. So the uh, Steelers score a touchdown. 21-7. You're saying Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like we're going to lose those bets now, unfortunately. Yeah, and I kind of think the Steelers are going to cover, too. Don't, 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 don't put that out there. I don't, I, 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 I don't know if I'd go that far. Stephon Diggs hurt. The, uh, the Bills did their dumb thing. Said we'd waited a long time. It hadn't happened yet. There's a, there's a blocked field goal. Blocked backwards 60 yards, which uh, leads to a Steelers touchdown. So seems like that was just a matter of time. This is, uh, this is really interesting, though. For the Chiefs game? Yeah. Here's a fun question. Like, if you could ever it find a three on Kansas yeah. City, would you just bet it right now? Uh, Diggs looks like he's okay, by the way. I know I'm a little ahead of you. He's getting up and he's jogging off the field. Yeah, but I, I think it's I, one thing I think is kind of fun. We, we don't really live watch games on the air anymore. I think this is like a good window into just like how watching games goes for us and like what we think about. And like we, sometimes we'll text each other stuff or we'll text Tyler or whatever. Like Diggs gets hurt and my first thought is just like, if this is serious, go find a three on Kansas City at this exact moment. Like go better. I like how, I like how you go, well, well, now the question is, and I'm like, Diggs? Chiefs, you're like yes, Chiefs? exactly. Three, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I really uh, I like having games online because you love games and I love to bet. Also, like I think we like it today too. It's a good day for it. We don't know the other matchups yet. Like we'll talk about some of the lookheads. I feel like my thoughts on Niners Packers were basically like 17 minutes that led to nothing, <laughs> just like a bunch of nothing. I got yeah. Here, okay. Here's my thought on Niners Packers. I have no idea what I'm going to bet yet. I think if you bet the under, it'll improve as the weather gets worse. There's my five seconds. Uh, there all right, so that's the Niners and the Packers. Um, let's assume the Bills win. Still a good assumption. Uh, Ravens Texans. There's a domestic end that has a an opener here of Baltimore favored by eight and a half. I would. I would be able to tell you what the total is, except every single side I'm on right now is on the is on the is on the the, prop, the live props here for this Mason game. Rudolph. Mason Rudolph passing yards. <laughs> uh, it's off the board now, because maybe like the, maybe the thought is that the Steelers might come back. I don't know, so I don't know what the total was. Uh, eight and a half was the spread for Ravens and Texans. What do you think the total? What do you think it should be? Like, uh... um, I would say it should be. I'm. Should it be 46, 46 and a half or 47? Let's see, 46 and a half. Yeah, look, I mean, Stroud's awesome. They're Maybe really it should good. be 47. I don't know. They, uh, no, they're really good. No, 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 because it would get bet down. 46 and a half, I'll say. Yeah, I was going to say, they're really good. Also, uh, the Ravens are the best pass defense in the league. And they have a really smart coordinator who's... Uh, hopefully was watching on Saturday. And it's not that like Stroud can't do the same thing. Browns were second uh, in whatever categories the Ravens were first in. Browns led NFL in a lot of defensive categories. So it's not like it has to go a certain way. I, I would like the Ravens rested to to blow out probably more than, than Stroud to keep the game close. But I, I, I the question is like, okay, but do you like it enough to bet it? That's the same thing with Niners Packers. Like I can have an opinion of just like, eh, I think that. Like to go in and make the bet on both games, 
I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if there's a lot there. They, they both should be big favorites. And I think the number's close. How about this? Uh, do you, let's say this game ends and, you know, the actual market opens for the game, the one with money in it. That's like money starts getting bet into the market. Up or down from eight and a half? Um, never down to whatever key number, to seven or ten. I'll say up. I think it might reopen ten. That's my guess. I, I'd be interested in ten. I think I'd be interested in Houston, not nine and a half. I think ten, I'd be interested in the Texans. I think there's a bigger difference between the teams than eight and a half. I really do. Uh, maybe Stroud did enough that no one cares and they can keep the game close because they can they can bomb away down the field. That's totally possible. Uh, I, it just seems a little low to me. And so my thought like this morning was like, do I want to bet Baltimore? And like, do I actually think there's a chance I can middle 10 in the game? I don't think so. But uh, but that's kind of how I was thinking about it. Eight and a half feels like the absolute lowest that this guy. And I, I could be wrong. Maybe there's more interest in Tech. Texans are a well coached team. Stroud's awesome. Maybe there's more interest in them than I would think. The buy always gets crazy. Not even like baked into the market, played into the market. The buy gets bet. And just like eight and a half, ugh, man, it just feels as low as that number can be. What, what do you think Baltimore would have been against Cleveland? this that it has to be then it's gonna open 10 right maybe seven and a half instead but like not i mean look the browns are are quote unquote better on a neutral than the texans i know the texans just worked them but like yeah i just i it's a, i don't know it seems like a funny number to me like the browns are gonna be two on the road and the ravens with a week uh, off or eight and a half at home uh i'll tell you what i would like to do and I know you disagree with this because we touched on it. I guess it was yesterday on the show, or maybe it was Saturday, whatever. Um, if Baltimore's going to open eight and a half, and Kansas City's going to be two and a half on the road at Buffalo, like oh, to your point, yeah. The, yeah, to the point that you made, like like Buffalo can blow them out. I just like I I just don't think that would happen. I I, yeah, I, just, I don't it's... know if that happens. It's just, uh, yeah, you're just you're betting your opinion there, and I think that's fine. Look, I mean, the, to be fair, there's plenty of evidentiary support for Mahomes not to get blown out. <laughs> there are plenty of games in history that uh, that are on your side of the argument, right? Um, I think I just, I do think there's some chance that that I like. <laughs> I think there's enough chance that I wouldn't want to pay the huge price for the points. I think there is some chance that the Bills can win by margin in that game. Uh, Al Alex does a really good job here of putting it in the chat that like there there are second. We should probably talk about this for a second. The second half markets for the Bills and the Steelers. Uh, yeah. So what's your what's your final markets. thought on Ravens Texans? Because then we can do the other games right after that. After we do half. Um, I think I'd like to real. I think I'd like to tease Baltimore. Do I, I think I'm. Do I have I'm to bet this eight and a half? Is it still? Eight? Do you have it up as an eight and a half right now? I think I have to bet this. Stand by. I How? think it's no, down. it's not. Oh, it is. I have eight and a half here. Eight and a half and forty. I have it also. Forty five. Yeah. Yeah. What did I like say the, the total would be? I said forty six. Yeah. I said I said uh, forty six and a half or forty seven. I just prediction doesn't have to be right. I think I think Ravens will look a lot more like Niners Packers when the market actually opens and takes bets. Um the more I'm thinking about it right now, I don't think I, I how about this? I'd never bet Houston. Yeah, they could they can cover. It's just uh 
these yeah these games it's just i think it's a really bad setup for them and they played awesome against cleveland they really did they played great um and but and we have two quarterbacks that are going to be huge dogs that can pass the ball really effectively and that can be really helpful in a you know a, a 10 point spread nine and a half point spread just like again to like step in and make the bet and be that confident in one side right now i i think i think in the break i'm gonna bet ravens eight and a half and hold it and uh with the idea that it actually might be i think it's more off than than i originally thought. even the more i think about it i just go i don't know about this um i think it's a huge advantage for the ravens okay I think uh, I think I'm interested in Baltimore also, and a little interested in the over, and very interested if the Ravens are going to be in this range of teasing Baltimore. But the Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes Memorial Divisional Weekend teaser sounds pretty good. Um, all right, you better get yeah, back here. And I don't want to tease the other game. I'm trying to think of like because I so I, I told you we'll do halftime in a second. I promise. I I said I didn't want to tease, tease the Lions if Tampa wins. Well, I was going to say I don't want to tease the Eagles. If they win, two and a half to eight and a half. I don't want to do that. Oh no! I think they could. Detroit could slam them. I agree. There's at least there's at least some chance of it enough that it's not worth the tax that you're paying. Uh, even if the Eagles can be live in the game, do some stuff, whatever. Uh, get AJ Brown back. Figure they'll be able to pass the ball probably at least in the game. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. Versus like what a Bucks opener is probably going to be. Yeah, my my preferred teaser would be. But like. The problem is like that market's going to open and the Ravens is going to be definitely more than eight and a half. You're not going to be able to tease them. Like I'm never going to be able to pair the two together in a way that I want. Yeah. It would be like Ravens under three with Lions to win against Tampa would definitely be that. That would be my ideal one for sure. Or or you could do the uh, the week one, uh, the season opening game memorial teaser. Chiefs eight and a half Lions to win against Tampa. I just uh, I'd ra- I'd rather bet both the other ones that we talked about than the Chiefs, and I don't. Fair I'm not I'm not going to bet Buffalo in the game. I just their offense at home and how much. I, the I agree with before. you for what it's worth. Yeah. The Kansas City's the worst teaser leg of those three. I agree. Even though it's Mahomes, I, and people be like, "You're nuts!" Like they're Mahomes, he's not going to get blown out in the game. This is the kind of game where it would happen. Like this team can actually run up the score on him. They really can. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Like, do- just it's not worth teasing. Not worth pay- you're paying a big price for those six points. I would not pay it with that. Okay, and, and like Detroit's not losing to Tampa, and I pull to more minus two and a half. I would like consider like a black market Oregon, like to have that. Yeah, just uh, I, I think it's less likely Detroit loses to Tampa than it is that Buffalo blows out Kansas City. Definitely. Um, do you want to do, do you want to quickly do second half? Yeah, uh, yeah, read me the, I, I just looked at the market real quick, but what, what do we got here? Uh, it's 21-7 bills. Second half market, uh, Bills minus three and a half, 19 and a half is the total. Who gets the ball first? Buffalo. Honestly, I think it's I, I think it's Buffalo because like Rudolph's going to play a lot of the second half now. Maybe he gets the whole game. I don't I don't have a strong opinion about the side. What is the total again? I'm sorry. Nine, 19 and a half over. God. Yeah, I, I, yeah, because you know what? Like they're still anchored in that in that opening. They're anchored in that closing total, which was insanely low because the weather and everything. They're like dealing you a second half total that's really strongly anchored in like, well, this is going to be a rock fight snow game. Like anybody watch the first half? Feels clean. Everybody's throwing the ball. I'm gonna, over. I'm gonna yeah, bet some. I'm gonna over. bet a little over. Okay, yeah, over. All right. Over. Um. All right. Let's let's talk about um. Let's talk about some uh these Lions games. 
Okay. Yeah, maybe make, a, make, make us do a show while there's an NFL playoff game going on. We're going to talk about uh, like live bets here. Um, worth noting, um, at a domestic here, Ken, uh, San Francisco's off 10 right now. Uh, maybe it's because of the weather. The under 50 and a half is now juiced minus 15 towards the under in that game. Um, if the Lions... Well, the Lions already won. If the Eagles win, there are markets where we have Lions as like a juice two and a half. And if the Bucks win, we are seeing like Detroit minus six against Tampa. I I like Detroit in both of them. Like laying it with Detroit in both of those if that's what the number's going to be. If the Eagles win tonight and it's Lions two and a half, I will like knock the elderly over like to put that bet in on Detroit. Yeah, I think... Uh... I want to be really clear about what I think we're both saying, though. I have not yet formed a strong opinion on, like, here's what I think will happen in the game. I The more I think about the game this week, I might decide the Eagles could beat Detroit. I actually think that's, I think about it, it actually seems kind of possible. The only thing I'm thinking about here is, what do I think the market for this game is going to be in 24 hours or in 48 hours? And I think it's just really unlikely unlikely not impossible i think it's really unlikely the lions are ever less than three against philadelphia and like any kind of liquid market that's taking money i the difference between the teams has got to be more than that and I, I to be fair like the eagles have got rated different against tampa than what everybody kind of quote unquote thinks about what the numbers should be so maybe they're just going to always get more credit they got more credit against tampa they're going to win that game to play this game maybe they get more credit than i think against detroit that's definitely possible even more credit though is like three like on a, from a rating standpoint, this is like like whale came on and said five and a half or something like that, but four and a half, whatever was his difference. Yeah, I have like a couple like popular rating systems up here, six something like that. As a, as an, I just I think three is probably where it ends up being, and that's still giving Philadelphia a ton of credit. I don't think two and a half is just ever going to stay there if it opens. I bet I bet some lions two and a half earlier today because it was just the one where I go. I just really disagree with that this is what it's going to be. Not an opinion on the game. I'm not saying the Lions are going to win or they're even likely to win. I do think that number is likely to really not be two and a half. And so like, that's what we're talking about here. It's not not an X's and O's thing. It's not a health thing. It's not like, a, here's how it's going to play out. Here's the run blitz, whatever. It's just, no, it's two and a half. And I think it's going to be more than that. And then I can figure out what I want to do later in the week. Just a guess. What about Tampa? You and I kind of disagree on with us, I think a little bit. Still six on the look ahead, right? Um, I, it's not going to go down. I agree with you on that. Uh, it could just stay six. I don't think it has to be that much more, but it could be. I guess this is a uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is this is a Sunday game, right? This is the early Sunday game, three o'clock Eastern. It's it's Sunday. It's Sunday game for sure because the Niners game is on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I was going to say at least like Tampa plays tonight, and they get like not five days between games or four days between games, but still a rest disadvantage for them big time. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd, like the, I'd like the Lions at those numbers. On the other side, uh, we'll give you some golf bets coming up for the weekend at the Amex with our pal Jason Sobel. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Well, the Bills have gone three and out on their opening drive of the second half, so Pittsburgh about to get the ball back, and this is uh, not going great at the moment. It's not going terribly, but uh, as Joe Girardi would say, it's not what you want at this point thus far. We'll we'll, we'll see how this uh, first drive on offense of the second half goes for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A nice punt return. Pittsburgh will start at their own 40. Uh, 
21-7 the score. It's like the punters hobbling. It's just insane. Uh, all our bets are coming up next segment on the show for tonight. And uh, Eagles and Bucks, of course, Monday Night Football to wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. But before we get to that, because Ken and I are off coming up tomorrow and Wednesday, thank God, uh, we got to get you some golf bets right now for the American Express coming up this weekend. Tournament should be awesome. I would be remiss if I didn't mention our guy Tyler Morales had been on yesterday who missed a four-foot putt, and as a result... Uh, Grayson Murray, about 7,000 to 1, ended up winning the tournament. So, tough, uh, tough for our buddy uh, Tyler. That wasn't the only thing. I, he had been on, and I had Keegan Bradley. Oh, my like, God. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I, I told you that yesterday. You were, going, you were like, oh, I got to get back in on this golf. I have COVID. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh if I lose another one of those playoffs, I'm going to have COVID. But it's actually it's actually the truth, by the way. So it's good that I have a couple of days off yeah. coming up here. But listen, you play hurt this time of year. You make it happen. Uh, I have COVID brain, I feel like. Anyway, this is a bit so terrible that that's, that's how it turned out yesterday. The, the, sh the schmuck Grayson Murray winning the tournament. I, I've had to resist the urge to call him Grayson Allen like four times. Anyway, that's okay. uh, bets for the Emics right now. And to get those bets, let's welcome in our pal Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio and the Action Network. We love having Jason on the show. He's the best on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Be sure to check out all his written work. He's got great comprehensive golf betting previews for every tournament over at the Action Network. And again, host at PGA Tour Radio with our partner at Sirius XM. Jason, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, how did the weekend in golf betting treat you? How did the weekend betting the NFL playoffs treat you? Uh, golf betting was not great, and NFL betting was not great. So how about that? Yeah, really nice weekend. <laughs> so it was really a blast. That's really what you're saying. And now I'm like, did I call yeah. him Keegan Bradley or Keegan Murray? Which I did. I was texting somebody, like three different people yesterday. I called him Keegan Murray. They were like, what are you talking about? You bet on Keegan Murray? Like in the Bucks game, it's like no, uh -huh. no, I bet uh -huh. Keegan Bradley. That's what I bet on. Uh, that was a, that was a really rough playoff. For who who, who would win in a golf playoff? Uh, Keegan Murray or Grayson Allen? Uh, Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, give me Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen looks like you'd want to root against him no matter what. Ever happens. Very stereotypical happened. answer. Grayson yeah, I, yes. I don't care if it's Grayson. golf, whatever. Like I want to beat Grayson Allen. I'm not betting on him. Sure. Uh, makes sense, J Jason. Why don't you give us an idea for this tournament? I saw the f you know the field gets announced like a few days in advance. Usually, like while the previous tournament's going on, and I, like mm -hmm. I, I just don't follow this part of the calendar that closely. So it's like the field comes out, and I just go, "Oh my god!" Like th this is where everyone's been hiding. Like nobody went to Hawaii to play in in the Sony Open, and they came back early if they were playing in the Century. Uh, Scotty Scheffler's playing this tournament. Cantley's in the tournament. Xander's in the tournament. It's like all uh, Justin Thomas is playing. It's basically kind of like the best of the best of of who's not on the Live Tour right now. Give us an idea though of how this tournament works. I was reading some stuff before the show. Seems a little different. Multiple courses maybe in the mix. Just give us an idea, kind of what's going on here. Surprised as you, I saw the field list late last week when it came out, and I'm like. Why is Scotty Scheffler playing the American Express? He played last year, but uh, these guys have a more condensed schedule, more events in a, a shorter period of time for the best of the best this year. This is not one of those signature events. They don't have to play here. There's no contractual obligations. And yet, like you said, Scheffler, Cantley, Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Sunjay, there, there's players in this field than I would have thought. So that that actually helps us from a betting perspective. As far as, though, the, the event itself, uh, they're playing out in Palm Springs. This is the old Bob Hope. They've been doing this for a million years now. 
Uh, every player is guaranteed to play three rounds. Used to be four rounds. Used to be a five-round event. They'd make a cut after the fourth round. So guys who lived in cold-weather climates would come in and go, oh, cool, I can play four rounds no matter what. They'd start their season at this one. Now you at least get three rounds. That might help your, your DFS. Okay, I'm going to spend up for the biggest names, and I know that even my guys who are low-priced are going to play 54 holes. Three courses out in the desert. It's pristine. You'll make a lot of birdies. It's a pro-am. Mid-20s under par will win this thing. And none of the courses, like I said, are that hard. Everything's sub-7,200 yards. So, Jason, how are you uh, How are you betting this tournament? So, I'm looking to essentially – I want to kind of diversify the portfolio of mid-range players. And as we get into this, I know I just mentioned a bunch of really good players who are in this field – I'm not really interested in any of them in the outright marketplace, at least to start the week. Uh, there's, I, I think, quite honestly, low motivation for these guys. Uh, it's a birdie fest, so uh, somebody gets hot with a putter, they can certainly beat a Scotty Scheffler, who's not a great putter, and some of the other guys that are up there. So I do think there's some value. Now, we've had guys at 200-1 to 1 in Chris Kirk and 500-1 to 1 in Grayson Murray win the first two events. I think the public is going to go chasing those lottery tickets. I don't know that we're going to see a third straight. There's nothing pointing to, well, because of X, this is why we're going to see triple-digit winners on the PGA Tour all year. I think it's more coincidence than anything else. But I do think that the 45-1 to to 80-1, to Taylor Montgomery, who finished in fifth place here last year, ball striking was terrific in Hawaii last week. He's a really good putter, my favorite play on the board. Bo Hostler at 65 to 1, making his first start of 2024, finished last year with nine top 30s in his last 10 starts. And Keith Mitchell, I'm just a, a Keith Mitchell apologist. I, I watch him play, I look at the analytics, I go, this guy should be a top 20, top 25 player in the world. Hasn't happened yet. I want to be on him before he starts winning tournaments, not after. So I'm still going to be chasing Keith Mitchell as I've known for the past year. Yeah, Jason, I, I'll raise my hand for that club, too. I, I bet Keith Mitchell to win this past week in this tournament. And, like, at the end of the second round, I'm like, I told everybody, Keith Mitchell. Like, I was texting. Uh -huh. Tyler didn't bet him, and I did. And I was like, oh, what's up? Like, Keith Mitchell. And then after Saturday, I was like, oh, what, what's up? Keith Mitchell is not, not exactly, not exactly going to end up winning this tournament. We'll see how it goes. I, I want to ask you something to close here. We got some bets that you like for the tournament. It's early, and we kind of figure out what we want to do the rest of the week. This seems, Jason, to me, like the first tournament where the result, or just even not even who wins, but just who plays well, may end up impacting like the market for Augusta coming up in April. Like this is the first time it's everybody, and it kind of counts for something. Do do you have a guy like especially at the top of the board? Is this is this Justin Thomas's year to like get back into things? Is this is there somebody else on the board? Sam Burns. A lot of people thought he was going to be a major winner the last couple of years, and he isn't. Is there something we can look at here where you're like, man, if this guy pops in this event? Like this could end up being the first three to six months of like a really good run of form for this guy. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't put him up there for the Masters, but I, I keep thinking that Tony Finau is going to turn into a top five consistent player in the world. It hasn't happened now. The wins have started to come. Remember, he played for about eight years on the PGA Tour with only one win, and his nickname uh, amongst the betting masses was Top Five Tony. He's started to pile up those wins a little bit, but doesn't really have any big ones. And so I'm waiting for that big win from Tony Finau. The putter was not great once again at Kapalua two weeks ago. I'm waiting for it to get better.
but I do think that Tony Finau has something big in him at some point. Uh, I don't, as far as futures betting, the Masters can, unless I really see a great number out there, and I think, boy, this guy's going to have a good three months. I better jump on him now. I'd rather just wait and see, like, what are the what's the weather look like? What are, what does players' form look like? So much changes in golf because it's an individual sport that you know, unlike putting in a futures bet on a, an NFL team in October for the Super Bowl, I'm just going to stay away from it until we get closer. Jason, any other betting thoughts coming up for the American Express? I would just tell people like, be careful, understand what you're betting on with the three different golf courses. You might say, hey, I'm going to bet this guy live after the first round. He shot a 62 at La Quinta. Well, he's got the two more difficult, granted, they're not impossible, more difficult golf courses coming up. So just kind of keep in mind where your head is at as far as that's concerned. Your, Your book should show three different first round leader plays, for instance, and breaking them from one course to the next. The tee times haven't been released yet, but keep an eye on that. So I would say just kind of uh, football term, keep things going on than we normally see on the PGA Tour. Jason, we appreciate it, man. Great job, as always, breaking down golf with us here on You Better You Bet. Check him out on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. Read all his work over at the Action Network. Follow him on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Jason, we appreciate it. Hope the betting goes a little better for you this week. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. I hope so, too. Thanks, guys. Our pal Jason Sobel joining us here on You Better You Bet. Um, well, we've all been in the pit of misery at some point. I feel like... Uh... Like we're point. heading in that direction on this game. I'm like in it right uh, now. That's what we're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I, I think I might be in yeah. it right now. Yeah. Um. So uh, Buffalo goes three and out. Pittsburgh's driving just got false start called. So we'll see. They're like, hey, you know, maybe like the bills 40, 45 or something. Um, Terrell Bernard, who's been like stud Buffalo linebacker this season, especially since Matt Milano went out, carted off the field, head in a towel, like visibly shaken, Looks like he's done for the season, and I am not a doctor. I whatever. Generally, guy taken off on a cart and he's he's you know visibly emotional. Usually not good. At the very least, you think he'd miss next week's game, which is against the Chiefs. Uh, I made a hashtag speculative bet. Ken, I took three with Kansas City. It's really funny because I got a I got a note from someone like an hour ago, maybe. Who, who I consider smart, who was like, hey, just want to let you know I bet Bills minus two and a half. <laughs> and I was like, and I wrote I wrote back, I go like, like, cool, or like some kind of response where it's like, yeah, I, maybe you have this up like where like you don't agree, but I don't want to like get into the argument about why I don't agree. So I was just like, great. Sound, sounds neat. <laughs> like, but like, like, good but, luck. But, but to, 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 that, to that person's like yeah. point though, at least, or whatever, I if I if I had gone on, I, I saw Chiefs, I wouldn't bet Chiefs plus two and a half. Like Chiefs plus three, oh, I sure. like. I don't even think it's a bad bet, but just where I like, I don't really, I like, I, I don't want to bet either side of that game right now at all. Not especially not while this is this mess is going on. You know, this the Bills is have a whole other half this is to avoid injury. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to be a tough spot. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening in the game. Uh, it is, I guess, like the one way to put this is, like the game is going to get over the total, and now it's just like, can the Bills cover the number? Like the game's going to get over the total, like all, yeah. certainly. Uh, Steelers touchdown here will be at 35 points. So, yeah, definitely it, it seems that way. What else, what else you got going on? You got anything good? All those people that bet weather unders and, like, uh, all the action was honored probably have not pleased at the moment, I would say. No, because you know what they were? They called holding the bag. 
<laughs> oh, they're oh, yeah. holding yeah, time holding the bag. Yeah, it's, it's in the power ranking of people this weekend that were holding the bag, like betting weather unders in a, in a Bills game, and then it gets moved, and then they run up the score. Uh, both teams combined run up the score, and the game goes way over as, uh, as part of it. I didn't realize – I'm sure people follow this story because when the game got moved, everyone's first question, okay, well, like, I bet the game already. Will my bet be honored? And I, I always feel like they're sort of uh, – you know, I, I know some books where it's like, I know for a fact it's going to be honored or it's not, but I was like surprised with how many books house rules were like, oh, it's within seven days. So like every bet still stands for the game. And that was like the majority of domestic sports books, offshore sports books, like everything stood uh, with only rare exception. And to be fair, the side market of the game wasn't really affected by the, the weather. Like it was 10 when the game was taken off the board, closed nine and a half, 10 in this game. So you didn't gain any advantage. And you gain like a big, you're not going to middle the total. Like it's just not going to happen probably, but man, you gained like a big advantage. You start, if you got, and we had a, we had a guy, you see the guy writing to me on Twitter who listens to the show on, on, was it, uh, this was on Saturday after the show who goes like, pop, like tweets at us, but like publicly, everybody can read it. Like, Hey, like I live in Buffalo. Like my cousin is the fire chief. I love the show. They're moving the game. They're talking about it right now. Really? Like, oh, I don't think I, I don't yeah. think I was on that. And he, because, well, he wrote to, maybe it was just to me. I don't know. It's, I mean, it seemed, seemed like a nice guy. Like, appreciate the thought, too, to, like, let us know if he knows something. Like, that's a really that's a, a really friendly thing to do, obviously. Um, I'm going to need Mason Rudolph to throw an interception next time instead of a incompletion there. Uh, but he, he wrote, and it was after we got off the air on Saturday, and they hadn't moved the game yet. And I remember he wrote and asked a question. He goes, what should I bet if I think they're going to move the game? I think it was something like that. And I go... I go, well, I wouldn't bet the side like you won't gain a lot based on what it'll reopen at. But I was like, you should bet the over like for sure. If you think it's going to move to any other time slot. And I remember he was like, like, thanks. My cousin's the fire chief. They're moving it. Oh, I yeah. Like, I have oh. it here. January 13th. He wrote yeah. the game is being moved. This was on Saturday. I guess the yes. game was moved on Saturday. So maybe he no, knew it was. Yeah, he, this was uh, about 30 to 45 minutes before the official announcement. Oh. But I remember being um, like in this moment, I remember being like, Okay, like I, I went on, I won't even say where I went, but like I ended up betting a little bit of over somewhere, just like, a, you know, you kind of hedge your bets, like, I don't know this guy from anybody, whatever. It was just like an interesting thought where I, I guess I was really not up on house rules everywhere that like seven days of the game, you're just good. Like, even if we're going to, I mean, just like think about how much is different about this game than what would have been different if they played yesterday. Just like a good, a good kind of thing to keep in the memory banks if we get another situation like this. I think something that we should do to start next segment before we give our bets for tonight, obviously side total and props, Eagles, Bucks, and then hockey in the NBA. So well, it's twenty-one ten. I, I think the Bills are going to win. We should probably talk about like what the spreads would be for Chiefs, Texans, and Ravens, Steelers, just in case, because we won't be on again until Thursday. So Love we'll it. we'll do we'll do that on the other side just to cover our bases, and then we'll give you all our bets for tonight to wrap up magnificent football Monday edition of the show. Nick and Ken here with you. You better you bet on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right. So thank you, Zadola, before we wrap up the show with some bets. And also, we will uh, we'll keep telling you what's happening with the Bills and the Steelers. And if the Steelers are going to win, what are the point spreads are going to be in the AFC 
this weekend. We'll tell you in moments. Uh, but we had four great guests on the show. Eric Eager, Will Brinson, Drew Densick, Jason Sobel, our executive producer, Alex Vasano, technical director, Tyler Morales, engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan, video producer. We had our guy, Zach, and then our guy, Dylan. Dylan working with us now. Zach, the first couple hours of the show. We appreciate both Zach and Dylan very, very much. Uh, coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza known to you and yours as BetMGM tonight. Okay. Uh, Buffalo just converting, uh, uh, I think it was maybe like a second down or whatever. Josh Allen, first down pass to Dalton Kincaid. Buffalo has it at about the Steelers, like 42, up 11 points here in the third quarter. Buffalo leading 21-10. Ken, if the Steelers, I don't want to say do the impossible, because it's not impossible they could come back and win, but if the Steelers do the improbable and win this game on the road in Buffalo, we would get Kansas City hosting Houston, and Baltimore hosting Pittsburgh. Now, I believe earlier today I saw Baltimore 9.5 against Pittsburgh, which is, like, insane to me that that would be the spread. And Kansas City 6 against Houston, and the 6 was juiced towards the Texans. Uh, what would you want to do in those two instances if we get there and that's what it is? I uh, I agree with you that I think the Ravens would be more than nine. Now, the interesting thing in this, there'll be two interesting things in that Steelers game. If they go to play the Ravens, uh, who are obviously the one seed and have the week off, one is that the Steelers have had a lot of success against the Ravens. And you could, you could throw out the week 18 game for sure, but like Lamar totally flummoxed in the first game. It's one of those like, how did they ever lose the game games for the Ravens in the first meeting against the Steelers in, uh, in Pittsburgh. So there is a ton of familiarity and some success for the dog, which might end up being, and it, uh, it'll also be a low total. So that'll kind of keep the spread down a little bit. Also really important just to know, I, I don't think TJ Watt would be ready to play in the game just based on some of the reporting, but like he's also TJ Watt and he's superhuman. Maybe he would try to play and he would have an impact on the market for the game if he was going to play in the game. And uh, so I think like your best case scenario is a market like less than 10. And if Watt's out and I'm kind of wrong about the familiarity, like that people would play that angle. Like I, I guessed yesterday, like 12 and a half was my, my guess for the game. Just... It's just like, again, maybe it's just a hey, division opponent, low total. That, that's got to keep the point spread down enough. I mean, put it this way, Baltimore on the money line would be like minus 600 or something like that. I mean, they'd be a big favorite to uh, to win the game. I, I don't think I would want to bet Pittsburgh in that situation. It, it would be a funny game to try to handicap because like there are lots of built-in advantages for Baltimore, but also this has just been a weird, familiar matchup. And is that enough to go to the window and bet the dog in the game? It's a good question. Uh, it, it didn't make me want to bet anything like, kind of right off the bat. To, uh, especially we're talking about like 10 or a market like that with the Ravens and the Steelers. And then the Chiefs-Texans, I think you and, I don't know if you and I like disagree on what the number would be or just maybe just more what we would want to bet in certain situations. Well, I, I, I said I felt like six was like the right number in the game and I would want to bet it if it were more, I would want to bet Houston if it were more yeah. than that. And I, I would make it, I think I'd make it closer to a touchdown, not, <laughs> again, if you use just like how the teams have played this year, then you wouldn't make it that you'd make it six or five and a half or something like that because the chiefs haven't played as well, but just, this isn't, this isn't a regular seat. Like this is why the Eagles are three tonight. And this is why the chiefs were five against the dolphins or four and a half again, because this isn't the regular season and this isn't a normal setup for a game. And, uh, and just, you know, I think Spagnolo and the chiefs defense would be able to like cook up a bunch of stuff for Stroud and it won't be like negative 20, that place is going to be bananas when if Stroud comes to town Arrowhead with like a normal game uh, in the playoffs. I like he's awesome. That it would be really, really, really tough. And that uh, kind of like a five and a half, six kind of a number does not give you a lot of wiggle room like it does for the Packers or for the um, 
or for the Texans if they went to Baltimore. So I would like the Chiefs at like six or less. And then more than that, I think is fine and like wouldn't make me want to bet the game. Uh, I think the Chiefs defense would be able to neutralize Stroud better uh, than the Browns were able to. And uh, and I think like the home field advantage for the Chiefs is extremely significant in a game like that to get Stroud outdoors in cold temperatures with a crazy crowd. Yeah, I if and again, like we don't know if this is going to be the matchup. If it were ever five and a half, I would like to bet Kansas City also. I think like the right number of the game is six. So if and when we get there, that's what we're looking at. All right. Uh, you want to do the football game first? You want to hit the NBA, clear the NBA and NHL, and then do football? Yeah, I mean, I, the, my picks for tonight is an extremely short segment, so uh, I can go whichever order you like. You want to clear the picks first, just because then we know we're we're good. Yeah, so let's do that. Um, why don't we play? Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Jake, do you have bets of steel? And if so, let's uh, let's. Uh, it's time for Nick and Ken's hockey bets. Drop the puck. It's bets of steel. All right, Jay, drop the puck twice in honor of the two days Ken and I will be off after uh, the second. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. All right, buddy, what do you got for us tonight in the NHL? Anything? So there are only two games left that haven't started yet. Uh, Avs, Canadiens, and uh, Flyers, Blues. And uh, for me, it's going to be pretty straightforward. Uh, nothing I'm really confident in, probably like a couple bucks on the Flyers, just... They've just been, they've kind of like become like my my team. Um, if you listen to the first month of shows during hockey season, I bet this team to make the playoffs. I bet them to win their division at 150 to one, which seemed impossible, except now the Rangers can't stop losing. And it's like actually getting kind of close. And there's 40 games left in the season. Um, and I if uh, by the way, if you're thinking about stepping in to make, bet them to make the playoffs now, they're about even money. John Tortorella, their coach, is about 8-1 to one to win the Adams Award. A bunch of voters have already gone on record saying if the Flyers make the playoffs, they're voting for Tortorella to win the award. I actually think, I don't think there's a one-to-one -one correlation. I think if they make it, there's a chance Tockett could win or uh, or Rick Bonus, the coach for Winnipeg, or somebody else who like also has an outstanding season. Uh, Paul Maurice, the coach for the Panthers, if they win the President's Trophy. But like, it's almost one to one. I think. I think Tortorella wins a ton of the time. So, like, if you if you want to be, hey, I want to root for the thing Ken as. I want to be on the Flyers too. Like, that sounds fun. Just bet Tortorella. Like, that would be my advice. Like, don't bet them to make the playoffs because you just you get way more bang for your buck. And if they make it, I think there's a really high percentage chance he wins. So I'll be. But I what, same thing we do every night, Pinky. Uh, I'll be uh, rooting for the Philadelphia Flyers to win. Um, well, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to try to take over the world, and I'm going to oppose you in this game, and I'm going to take the St. Louis Blues because they're starting the Hall of Famer tonight, Joel Hoffer, who's been better than Jordan Bennington, stats-wise here. And Philly's playing their worst goalie tonight, and that's Carter the Hitman Hart. The excellence of execution is, in fact, Samuel <laughs> Urson. I'll take the Blues here, minus 110 at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. You and I will go mono. E, mono. All right, just in the interest of saving a little time for the NFL, uh, we don't have to do the full NBA imaging. Ken, what are your NBA bets for tonight? Well, obviously, like, I'm waiting for injury news in the Thunder-Lakers game, which is the most important game that hasn't tipped off yet. Lakers, just like in a, a big-time tailspin, and SGA may not play for the Thunder, and the market's kind of, and we don't know if LeBron's going to play either, and the market's kind of shaped like we don't know a lot. Um, I, I think I'm going to like the Thunder, whether SGA plays or not. I just kind of want to wait for all the injury news to, like, work itself out maybe the lakers end up like pick or a favorite in the game if sga sits i would like the thunder in that game uh if that was the case and the but the bet so that's kind of me waiting i do have a bet for tonight and this is actually <laughs> this was going to be my like dog over prediction for tonight and you thought of one in the nfl basically just like do you feel really confident it's like there's going to be scoring where like if the dog covers 
it's the game's not going under. Like the, if the team covers, it's because the game got crazy. Uh, the Pacers are on the second night of a back-to-back -to -back tonight. They're a seven and a half point underdog to Utah, who also likes to score about 150 points a game, and the total is 246. Are the I don't Pacers think the playing Pacers... anybody? Because I'm going to talk about this game in a second. Like a lot of yeah. guys got got listed as questionable. We don't we don't know if Neesmith or Brown are playing. Like my point is going to be when this all settles itself. Like, the number's not going to be less than this. Like, it's not going to be way less than this. It's going to be in this range or more, probably. Um, the Pacers aren't covering an under game. That's not what's going to happen. Like, I, they also could get trucked and lose by 900. But, like, if they are if they cover, if they're competitive, like, their style almost doesn't allow them to go under in a game that they cover. So, uh, parlay, like, at 9.09 Eastern time, Pacers, as long as it's, like, still a big number, uh, parlay Pacers and the over, I feel like, are actually correlated. I, I don't think they're going to, like, beat Utah because their defense is going to all of a sudden so show up in a big spot. Seems unlikely. All right, so for me, uh, two bets for tonight in the NBA, one side and one prop. My side bet for tonight, I'm going to take six and a half with the Raptors at home against the Boston Celtics. No Jalen Brown tonight. Second half of a back-to-back -back for Boston. And Toronto nails in spots like this all season as an underdog in this range at home. I think Toronto can keep this game close. Give me the Raptors plus the points. And... If Bruce Brown is active for the Indiana Pacers, since Halliburton went out, Bruce Brown has 16 assists in three games. His assist prop tonight, three and a half. And Ken Lethal, he likes the over in the game. If Bruce Brown's active, Bruce Brown over three and a half points to the assist tonight for the Indiana Pacers. All right, let's get to the NFL. We may not have time for the Prop King imaging. I don't feel good. Sorry. Uh, it's my bad managing the clock. Let's drop the dope-ass beat. All right, BetMGM has the refer-a-friend program signed into BetMGM. Click on the Promotions tab, and a few simple steps, you and your buddy will receive a $100 bonus. Details can be found at BetMGM.com, so download the BetMGM app and start winning with the king of sportsbooks. Tyler Bass, field goal good. Buffalo 24, Pittsburgh 10. So we are in, like, Joker territory if this game now goes under the total. Baker Mayfield, Ken, is active for tonight's game. As expected, he will start. A.J. Brown is inactive, as expected, for the Philadelphia Eagles. The side in total for the final game on Super Wild Card Weekend. Philly is a, a, hanging on by a thread as a three-point favorite. So it's in between three and, and two and a half. Uh, three even money at BetMGM. Bucks three minus twenty. Total of the game is forty three. Bets for you, please, for the Bucks and Eagles. I'll be very quick because it's the exact same stuff I've said the entire week. I'm going to end up uh, waiting until the last second to try to find a two and a half on Philadelphia and bet it. Um, not for very much, but to have action in the game, and I, I do think they're more likely to win. Uh, and then I'm betting Baker Mayfield unders on basically everything. I think it's being completely underrated. Uh, how injured he is and how poorly he plays when he's hurt. So Mayfield unders, uh, Eagles two and a half to win, something like that. That's it for me. Uh, I like the Eagles also. If the number is going to be below three, so again, like not not interested in uh, in in Eagles minus three. Eagles at a number below three, I have interest as well. All right, we don't have time for the prop king imaging, so I'll just give some uh, some prop bets out. All right, prop bet number one. This and the number keeps getting bet up, which is fine because I. I think he's going to slam. Actually, I like Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard both. Tampa just gets destroyed by opposing tight ends. No A.J. Brown tonight. You would assume that Tampa will, tr will try and obviously limit Devontae Smith, given that Philly doesn't have another good wide receiver. Should set up for a good game for Dallas Goddard. He was like 47 and a half a couple hours ago. It's been bent up to 50 and a half. I agree with that movement up for Dallas Goddard. So Goddard over receiving yards. A couple anytime touchdowns for tonight. Let's play, and I don't know who Tampa's... I'm looking at their actives here. Uh, let's play... 
a split anytime touchdown bet with Co Keeft and Payne Durham, Tampa's two backup tight ends behind Kate Otten, uh, with the Eagles getting slammed by opposing tight ends, and then with AJ Brown out, maybe opportunity for a wacky Philly anytime touchdown scorer receiver. Quez Watkins will be the guy. Ken and I are off Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Until then, wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.